One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. On Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Happy New Year. It's 2015 at Red vs. Blue Radio. Hello, everybody. Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football, bringing you the Red vs. Blue show, the first new show of 2015. We're back. And as always, joined by the Big Blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. Mikey, it's 2015. Uh, Lots going on at Scout.com. And it's good to be back on the air. Glad to have you back, buddy. Hey man, it's glad to uh glad to hear your voice, which uh you know, I've been able to talk to you uh, throughout the last uh three weeks or so, Scott, uh and uh, I appreciate that. Uh I I really want to uh I wanna thank everyone in the uh fantasy football community uh for uh thoughts and prayers. It's been uh I mean I'm not gonna lie, it's been a it's been a real tough uh three weeks, uh but uh you know I I can't thank everyone enough for uh, thoughts and prayers. Uh, when I when I get on Facebook and see some of the uh, the people that uh, just give you the uh, the prayers, the hugs, and you know they took the time to type those things in, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, Russ and Joel Steele, uh, Chris Lambert, Leroy Corson, uh, Farrell Elliott, Kurt All. Um, the entire community uh, and you, Scott, uh, for being patient with me through this entire time. Uh, it's been uh, it's it's been difficult, but I tell you what, uh, you know, just to see and uh, see those things from all of you uh, meant so much, and uh, I just can't wait. And Rachel, you know, she would want me to uh, keep the buzzer meter going, so I got the buzzer meter going tonight. So uh, let's uh, let's have some fun and uh, let's uh, you know get us up to date on what's going on, but. Definitely good to have you back, buddy. We uh, will definitely miss Rachel. She'll live in on our in our hearts and minds forever and ever. And just like you do, buddy, it's good to have you back talking red versus blue, talking some Louisville and Kentucky and divisional round weekend, my man. We're moving on, and it's 2015. We're going to do the best we can this year to bring you the world of high-stakes fantasy football. Uh, and just look, we we like to get on the air and we like to talk. We, we this is our chance to catch up every week, right? We we used to see each other every day. Now we we get one hour with each other, uh, pretty much every week, and it's yeah. the Red versus Blue show. So this is it. It's a fun, enjoyable time, and it's been that way for the last uh, you know what five six years now with with you and I on Red Almost versus six Blue. Six years. Yep. It's uh, well, let, let's keep it going for another six. So uh, first off, before we get to the divisional round, uh, Scout, lots of good things going on at Scout.com. It's it's. It's really nice to be part of Scout. I, I love this company. I love the people involved, the things that are going on here. It's something new every day. Every, it, there's never a, an end to the surprises that goes on. We saw the NCAA bracketology that they're already putting out. They're already doing the NFL mock drafts. The, the spotlight videos were a fantastic addition to Scout, the recruiting videos. The next stars in college football will become the next stars in the NFL, and we'll be drafting them on, uh, and watching them on Sundays. But there's something really special going on. It's the Heroes Project. The Heroes Project is going to be debuting their uh, their special on 60 Minutes this Sunday night. Uh, it's a great wow. charity that does a lot of great work for our wounded veterans. Mike, you know that holds a special place in my heart ever since our time sure. uh, with the American homeless veterans there. So the, the, the Heroes Project, under the leadership of Tim Wayne Medvets, the Heroes Project puts America's injured war veterans on some of the highest summits of the world 60 minutes this sunday night check your local listings but it should be on sometime around eight o'clock for most people eight o'clock eastern i definitely want you to check it out and you can check it out at, at the heroes that's up on scout i also want to 
give a shout-out to uh, our big winners at the Fantasy Football World Championships, David McCouse and Bill Cassano, $150,000. It's going to be great to see them in Las Vegas at the Mirage to have the prize presentation, Mike. It's a couple of law school buddies. They live on opposite sides of the coast, and this is how they (laughs) keep in touch with each other. They keep in touch with each other through fantasy football and playing. Now, last year they took 11th overall, so that told you they knew what they were doing. Wow. And this this year they got it done. David McCouse and yeah, Del Pisano are the new Fantasy Football World Champions. And you will know their names, just like you knew Matt Bailey and Glenn yep. Lowy, our two champions. We definitely want to make sure the world knows these guys. It's a big accomplishment, the Fantasy Football World Championships. David McCouse and Bill Cassano. We've got to say props to those guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it'd be kind of neat to get them on the show, uh, maybe, you know, now that things have settled down a little bit, maybe after uh, the Super Bowl or what have you, uh, get them on the show, and uh, we'll talk to them about their strategy and how they went about it. But uh, big-time uh, props to uh, David and Bill. That's awesome. Oh, it's uh, it's absolutely incredible the week uh, the week 16 that they had to take the league. Ross Moore, Mangus with Mark Sanchez, Le'Veon Bell had a down week, but Forte held it up together with 20 points. Odell Beckham had his Beckham – 30-point burger game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. D-Jax, Jonathan Stewart, 21 points. Lamar Miller, 26 points. I mean, it was a really, really good team. It got the job done, 187 points in week 16, man. That's the kind of week you want to have. Wow. So way to wow. go to those guys. Also, James Malia, our 2014 Roto Bowl champion, our scout online champion winner there, $50,000 for James Malia, another good team. He had a big week 16 and, again, it's a team that was led by uh, some, some familiar names, Le'Veon Bell, Odell Beckham, and Lamar Miller, three names that all stand out on that team. So those, those players really led some teams. Finally, finally, not to be outdone, the Dynasty Football World Championship was also crowned the new Dynasty Kings of Fantasy Football, Henry Muto, our own Henry Muto, friend of Red vs. Blue, and Jason oh, yeah. Jenks put together a Week 16 for the record books. They put together their team with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Jonathan Stewart also had a big week. C.J. Anderson had a great week. Tony Romo, 30 points. That was the kind of week he needed to do it, and he did it, 164 points. He had he had two big weeks in Week 14 and 15 where he was putting up close to 200 points. So, Dynasty World Champion uh, Henry Muto also took down the RT Sports 200 grand. He's done this before. He'll do it again. It's not the last you've heard of Henry. And, yeah. Henry, we see you in the chat room, my man. Uh, you, you could be out spending all that money. Instead, you're here on Red versus Blue uh, in the <laughs> chat room. We appreciate you, my man. Mikey, he's, he's, well, he's there. Yeah, you, you know, one thing about uh, Henry is uh, did he use his uh, running backs – to his advantage yeah. later in the year because, you know, the, let's yeah. face it, uh, the it wide it's become yeah. a uh, – yeah, wide receivers have been uh, pretty profitable and, uh, you know, that you've been able to use them real good. But uh, running backs here lately, uh, they've, been the, they've been the ones you want. Yeah, he had good teams in both studly lineups. We had very similar players in the RT Sports Championship, so I couldn't really catch him because our, team, so our players were so similar – uh, but he had but he had great running backs. He he had he was on Le'Veon Bell everywhere that I saw him. And and in Dynasty yeah. you have to you have to kind of think long term. So it's not the same. But uh, that's why we love that Dynasty concept. And and Henry and Jason Jenks there, Electric Relish, those guys will help us grow this contest and this format. Uh, the Dynasty Football World Championships really really cool. So if you want to sign up to Scout and get and be part of the membership community and all the good things that are going on at Scout.com. You go to Scout, you sign up for the – look for the membership button there. Use the code REDBLUE3. You'll get three months for the price of one. Uh, that will take care of you all the way through uh, the training camps, uh, the mini camps here, the, uh, the, um, the combine and free agency. You'll get all of that information. You'll also get all the daily NBA and MLB preseason stuff you could possibly handle. Definitely go to Scout.com, ScoutFantasy.com. And use the code REDBLUE3 for that. Okay, Mikey, two big games for us. Uh, Kentucky takes on Texas A&M tomorrow at 1 p.m., 14-0 Kentucky. They're a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I think they move on to 15-and-0. Oh, they, they did have a scare the other night, and I don't I didn't hear many yeah. Wildcat fans talking about that. 
Yeah, yeah, it was quite a scare. Uh, you know, I was at work, and uh, I get a text message that says uh, we're in OT. I, I'm like, what? Uh, what do you mean we're in OT? And uh, so it, it, it's one of those things that happens, uh, and that's fine. They need that. Uh, they needed that to happen to them. And, you know, I, I, I still think they're going to uh, – they're going to run the table. I really do. I think they're going to go no, undefeated. No. And, uh, yep, I do. Freshmen I don't. Do. Freshmen don't. Freshmen don't do that, man. Freshmen do not run the table. They uh, will have a bad game. They will get they everybody's they best the, game all year. There will be a team in college basketball. You know what as good as I. That'll shoot twelve or fifteen three pointers. You won't be able to stop them because they they're just, just did. everything in the gym. And it'll. They happen. just did. They just did. <laughs> Ole Miss just did. I mean, Ole Miss. Uh, they scored 86 points, and now they're 86, point, 86 points, uh, 70 or 60-something, 60 62 or three of them were three-point or free-throw line. So, uh, I, you know, I, they're going to – yeah, they're going to have another tough battle here come about, but they're going to go uh, – they'll go unbeaten until March 1st. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, well, we're, 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 getting some, we're getting some heat from the from the chat room already, man. They're – they want to talk divisional playoffs. We do have Louisville taking on North Carolina, right? And they're, they're an underdog yeah. tomorrow. Yes, yes. I love – yeah. Uh, North Carolina is a three-point favorite, and I like Louisville in this game. Louisville's wow. defense is really good. People need to realize they got a good defense. They can't shoot worth a lick, but there's nobody in college basketball that can shoot. The game has – it's gone. It's gone. It's totally gone away. So, yeah. Yeah, they can't they can't pass the ball either. Uh, they have two guards that don't like to pass. I, I think we have zero assists in the game against or one assist in the Kentucky game, and and it seems like that's been the problem all year. They don't trust anybody. They don't trust each other to score. That's going to end up biting them in the butt. Fourteen and one Louisville takes on North Carolina. North Carolina three and a half point favorite. They they really lit us up last year, so I don't, I'm not looking forward to that game. But let's move on. This is the divisional round uh, matchups, Mike. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a call in show. So we will allow callers this week. I will try to check the, the switchboard. I always forget. Uh, but look, if you call us up the way it works, it's very simple. Call us up. Give us your four winners, whether you're right or wrong, you win. Uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. You call us up, give us your four winners. You know, I might ask you a question, like maybe somebody that'll surprise this weekend or something like that. You automatically win. We'll put money in your DraftKings account just like that. You can play it this weekend. Depending on how good you are on the air will depend on how much you get. Uh, there's a couple of like rookies it. coming into this league that I want to talk about. Doriel Green Beckham is going pro, the wide receiver from Missouri. Uh, after spending just one semester with Oklahoma, Bob Stoops says he's going pro, Mike. Uh, this is one of the players that I really liked in my Debbie leagues. Six foot five, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He's super fast. Can can just a ball hawk. Very athletic. Very gifted. But has some off the field stuff going on. He was kicked off the Missouri team for some marijuana. Some Mary Jane. It's not legal in Missouri. Mary not Jane, Colorado. No. Uh, and he should be a, a, a first or second round at the latest, an early second round pick. Uh, Mike, Doriel Green-Beckham or Devontae Parker, which one do you like better? Well, I, I personally like the, uh, I like a Parker because of his, uh, his, his stature as an individual. Uh, but, okay. you know, it, I mean, I like the guy that comes in, but, you know, just like a Jameis Winston or things like that, things are going to be talked about, about, well, this guy has this issue, this, issue, this guy has that issue, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, these scouts, they really don't care about that. They want, they really want to see what do we have. They're going to interview, they're going to talk to the kid, and they're going to see, okay, what do we have? And, if they if, if they feel like they're gonna, they don't have much, then they're going to bypass him. Yep. Yep. Well, look, uh, I like Doyle Green Beckham. I like Devontae Parker. I think the one thing that really stands out to me about Parker before this season uh, was that he's a uh, he's a tremendous uh, route runner. He can oh. run great routes yes. all along the sideline and do just about anything he wants. He goes up to get the ball. Nobody's going to out-jump this kid when he goes up to get the ball. So I, I like nope. that about him. 
And the great chemistry that he had with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm hearing some some thoughts that maybe he gets drafted by the Vikings, which wouldn't surprise me. That I mean, would be Why something. not pair up your quarterback with a wide receiver that they have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, success with? But, you know, the, the, the pro level is never about that. It's always about who the best pick is on the board on draft day, especially with your first-round yeah. pick. So I don't think they'll get too carried away with the Teddy to Devontae, but that, that would be nice to see. Uh, the other thing I think that really sells me on Parker is that he – he succeeded no matter who was throwing him the ball. It didn't matter which quarterback yeah. they threw into that into that team. He would he would catch the ball, get a touchdown, do what he needed to do to be there for that quarterback. And so it, I like it, that. It doesn't matter. Chemistry was not an issue. You throw the ball to Devontae Parker, he's going to get it, and he's going to score. Right, Scott. And, you know, the only thing that I can see, the only flaw that uh, Devontae Parker has is just needs to pick up a few pounds. Well, shoot, he can do that in the offseason with no problem at all. Uh, you know, this time last year I was talking about Teddy Bridgewater. I said, this guy's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Was he great yeah. this year? I think it was better than average. I think it was almost very good. And I think Parker is going to be the same way this time next year when we have the conversation. It's like, yes, he picked up the pound and, and he did what he needed to do. I, I really believe that. Uh, well, look, you, you, this is why you want to go to be on scout.com because there will be so much talk. Dave DeThomas will be breaking down thousands of words per scout profile that he puts out this year for scout. He's an expert NFL analyst uh, and draft scout. He'll be on there breaking down every single thing. We'll cover it all and with a fantasy take on scoutfantasy.com. Amari Cooper has declared this this guy they talk about with Calvin Johnson upside, even though he's like 6'1", or you know, maybe 6'2", at, that, at best. Uh, Kevin White from Virginia, he'll be there. This is another good, strong wide receiver class. I'm not, I'm not sure that it's like this year's class, but, you know, look, there's a lot of good players this year that probably won't be as good as they looked this year. They just, you know, it, it takes a lot to be a good pro in the NFL. Right. You've got to be able to study. You've got to be able to work hard. You've got to be able to – take the fame, and what do you do with it, right? So it'll be interesting to see what these Kelvin Benjamins of the world, what do they do in the offseason to re-up and be the man? And look, Kelvin Benjamin's got a big game this weekend against the Seattle Seahawks. And, and let me tell you, when I'm looking at – by the way, thank you to the crew, the chat room, some of the best minds in the world of high-stakes fantasy football are in this chat room. Bright side of life, Henry Muto, kicking bass, Kurt Key, because you guys are rocking the chat room tonight. Uh but, look, Seattle and Carolina, this is a game that I am literally uh, scared to death of for DraftKings purposes because I just don't see much at all here except for Marshawn Lynch. That's the guy that I really think would be very hard to keep out of your lineup uh, considering that the Hawks get back their center, Max Unger. He's an awesome center, dude. He can do it all uh, against that defense that, that comes in. This is a 40-degree weather, maybe some rain, uh, you've got Russell Wilson, the snub of the Pro Bowl in this game. What's the spread on this game? Like, I, I got to imagine it's a huge spread for Seattle. Yeah, you know, uh, Seattle was 11 point favorite, but the over and under is 39 and a half, which is a oh, very God. low number for the NFL, uh, yeah. much less the playoffs. 25 to, four, uh, 25 to 14. You know, it, well, the last three times uh, these teams have played, uh, it's been within a touchdown. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Nice stat. Nice stat. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, and all three of those games have been well below the number. Uh, I, yeah. You know, Carolina's, let's let's face it, Carolina is one of the hottest teams going right now. And I'm yeah. not saying they can beat Seattle. I'm just saying they're probably going to cover the 11. I'm just going to say they, that. They, they, they have been tough. Lately, one wide receiver touchdown since week 14. That's that's pretty impressive, right? One wide receiver touchdown since week 14, and one running back touchdown since week 11. That's yep. that that defense has turned things around a little bit quietly. Quietly turned yep. things around. It doesn't seem like that. Uh, tight ends against Carolina is the place that you can burn them. They have been burned for five, six touchdowns since week eight to tight ends. Luke Wilson burned them in week eight. You got a Jimmy Graham touchdown there, a Kyle Rudolph, Ben Watson, Jordan Cameron, and Darren Fells. Tight end is where you can get Carolina. So I'm going to go ahead to my DraftKings lineup over here, just so I remember to do this. Tight end is where you can get them. That is a flyer right there. Luke Wilson 
that, that's a flyer because that's someplace you can get them. I like Wilson and I like Marshawn Lynch. Although the stats on Carolina, like I just like I read off there, I did not know that the running back stats. That's staggering. Carolina quietly has yeah. has, has, has stiffened up. They haven't allowed a 100-yard yep. rusher since week number nine. That was Mark Ingram. Second half of the season, there haven't been yards but the, for anybody. But then again, though, Scott, uh, you know, they, I'm not saying it's been soft competition, but, uh, you know, there's a pretty good chance uh, Mark Ingram is, uh, you know, he's no uh, Marshawn Lynch. I mean, let's face it, Marshawn Lynch, can he, he can rip Mark, Mark Ingram apart. So, you know – I don't know. Look at this I, I week, just, week eight, I, week eight, Mike. Week eight. Sorry to cut you off. Eighty-four yards. Uh, Seattle running backs put up fourteen carries for sixty-two yards for Marshawn Lynch. There you go. One catch for two yards. They sell out to beat Marshawn. That's a you know look. That's still five yards a carry, right? Uh, yeah. Or four and a half, four, four, four point eight or so. That's still a nice line, but it's it's hard to get him more touches when they're just stacking the box against him, right? So. I would not True. be surprised to see uh, this be a Russell Wilson day. Try to get things going. Russell Wilson, uh, eight for or twenty for thirty-two, a hundred ninety-nine yards and a touch, six carries for thirty-five in week number eight. It wasn't a blow you away game, but it got the job done. Wide receiver wise for the Hawks, nothing was there last time. Doug Baldwin led the way, yeah. six for sixty-one. Ricardo Lockett, two for twenty-two. Richardson, two for twenty. I do like this Paul Richardson kid. Have you been watching Paul Richardson? He's coming yes. together. He's kind of he's kind of getting into his own. Now they do need a big wide receiver. They've got to go in the draft and get themselves a big wide receiver. Maybe somebody in the division. I heard Larry Fitzgerald floated around. While I'd love to see that, I think Larry Fitzgerald is too classy to go into the division. I mean, I know we've got a couple of names in the past like Curtis Martin that stayed in the division, eh, but for the most you part, know. you don't you don't go in the division. If you have a little bit of class, and Fitzgerald, he's a classy player. I don't see him doing that to uh, to his faithful Arizona Cardinals. I don't see it either, but uh, you never know. I mean, when the money's there, and it's like, well, okay, I think I'll do that, then I might just do it. Yeah, Richardson has quietly become the favorite target of Russell Wilson. He led all pass catchers on the Seahawks Week Seventeen. Seven targets, 32 of Richardson's 60 yards came on that big play. So he's uh, he seems like he's kind of getting things together. I kind of like him uh, moving forward. I think it would be nice Baldwin and Richardson and maybe a big young tight end, uh, a big young wide receiver there. Maybe they go after that tight end uh, for Michigan that converted, that's converting Funchess to a wide receiver. I've heard yeah. that rumor floated around too. What's your prediction for this game, Mikey? Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Carolina versus Seattle. 11-point game here. Uh, what's your prediction for this game? Uh, my prediction, real quick, is 21-9 uh, Seattle. 21-9 Seattle. Yep. I'm gonna write it down. Everybody at home, write it down. 21-9. That's this right is, on the this, number, this is, but you better go under. The defenses have been amazing. Guys, in the chat room, make sure that you can hear me okay. There's a little bit of, little bit of music on in the background. I want to make sure that you can still hear me. Okay. There are a few stats about quarterback, uh, about the Seattle defense. It's a very stout, stout defense. One quarterback, Peyton Manning, over 300 yards this year. Just one. So forget it, Cam Newton. One quarterback with three touchdowns. That's it. Phillip Rivers. Yep. Forget it, Cam Newton. Two running backs. Only two running backs on the year over 100 yards. DeMarco Murray and Jamal Charles. Jonathan Stewart, forget it, pal. Only three wide receivers for the season over 100 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, Deshaun Jackson, Odell Beckham, ODB. You can forget it, Kelvin Benjamin. All that to say that there have been 11 touchdowns allowed to the tight end position. What does Carolina have? A big tight end. Yep. I think Greg Olson goes off in this game. He definitely scores. 
Uh, not for a lot of yards. Uh, I don't think he'll have a 100-yard day or anything like that, but he will have a you know a 5 for 60 and a touchdown type day. Use him in your DraftKings lineup at $5,100. I'm going to go ahead and lock in Greg Olson. Uh, if I was Dr. Roto, I'd lock it in visionary style, but it is a Greg Olson <laughs> play. Because, because, it's, because it's so tight at every other position. Look, you're not going to do it at the quarterback. You're not going to do it at the running back. You're not going to do it at the wide receiver. The only thing that he's got left to is Greg Olson, and so you've got a good tight end. If you want to swing for the fences, Mike, if you want to swing for the fences, and sometimes you got to swing for the fences in these daily yep. games, Ed Dixon, $3,100 yeah. on DraftKings. He's been kind of getting a little bit of love, just a, just a little bit of love in important situations. Arizona, he had a big play for 30 yards. At Atlanta Week 17 in a big must-win game, he caught the touchdown for Cam Newton at $3,100. Knowing that the tight end is going to score is what I'm – I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. That's Even what I'm, in the second half. That's what I'm thinking. You know, if, yeah, in the second half, if you're Seattle, you're kind of letting up a little bit because the game's over, the game's in hand. Maybe the tight end gets you a score, gets in the red. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen through the tight end. So I like the Carolina tight end in that game, Mike. Yeah, Ed Dixon, he's been uh... – you know, he's been very productive here in the last few weeks, so uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Olsen, uh, Luke Wilson. But, uh, you know, the only guy that I can see playing uh, would be Russell Wilson. But if you're going to get by you, once you start bre- breaking these teams down, uh, you know, we got uh, eight or uh, four teams we're dealing with, and once you start bringing the, breaking the players down, uh, Ed Dixon, that's what we're talking about, by you. Plug him in and then uh, see what happens with the rest of them. All right, 508 area code. This is a special call-in prize giveaway show. You have landed on red versus blue. Give us your four winners for this weekend, my man. Hello? Hello, 508. Is that a Boston number? What is that, 508? Yeah, it is. This is uh, this is Frank. This is Bright Side of Life. Nice, Frank. Great side of life in the on red versus blue, buddy. Good to hear from you. I uh, hope your fantasy stockings were filled with lots of wins and W's and cash and all that good stuff. I did okay. I I, I won some and I lost some, so uh, I'm pretty happy. Well, good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, look, we've got some DraftKings cash to put in your account tonight for calling us up. Give us your four winners. I'm going to write them down. Whether you're right or wrong. We're still going to have a little red versus blue competition this weekend amongst friends here. So go ahead and give us your winners. All right. For my winners, I'm going with the chalk. I'm going. To, I'm. I'm taking Denver, uh, New England, Green Bay, and Seattle, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Seattle's look. And give us one surprise. Surprise player. It could be good or bad. Somebody that performs, or maybe somebody that you thought would, would perform, but they don't this weekend. All right, I, I got a, I got a couple. Uh, I, the, I guess uh, if I got to go with one, I'll go with uh, Shane Vereen. I think he's going to have uh, he's going to have uh, uh, a lot of receptions and a uh, hundred uh, hundred total yards. Nice, Mikey. I like that call. You know, we're going to break that game in here in a minute uh, next. But Shane Vereen, I like that call. I okay. do. I like that call, and you're not a homer by saying that, are you? What's that? <laughs> I said, I said, I love that call, but you're not being a homer by saying that, are you? Yeah, I am. I'm a homer. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, uh, I like Shane Breen. Yeah, I'm a homer. I think New England's gonna going to uh, is is gonna roll. But uh, uh, so some non non homer sleepers. Uh, I I like the Richard Rogers uh, uh, Green Bay tight end uh, play, and and I like Paul Richardson and Dante Moncrief. I think. Uh, I think those are all nice. good sleepers. Nice, good, 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 good insight. Good insight. Well, we're gonna we 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 got uh, some DraftKings money here. Let's see what he gets. Show me the money. <laughs> Twenty DraftKings bucks for Brightside Alive, Frank. Go ahead and Sweet. email us redblueradio at gmail dot com. Twenty bucks, and we'll put it in your DraftKings account for you, my man. Okay, I'm liking it. Uh, great show, guys, and keep up uh, keep up the good work. Thank, oh. thank you for uh, participating. Great to have Frank calling up Bright Side Life. Always in our chat room. Love having a good friend of the program. I like to see those guys win. Let's pull in another caller, Mike, from the 626 area code. 
Uh, we, we can't even get down and get get through all the games. We got we got caller six two six. You're on with red versus blue. <laughs> Scotty, Mike, Kirkikis, how are you? Hey, okay. what's going on? Nothing much. I just want to give a shout out to FFWC for that uh, gift that showed up in my bank account today. Thank you so much. Wow, well, you're quite welcome. You earned it. Uh, one half of Coyote Assassins here, Kirk Kikis, one of the best top high-stakes players in the world. Uh, you can see him uh, at the Mirage every year, drafting in the sports book live at the Mirage Invitational. We're going to be back there this year. Uh, hopefully you will join us again, Kurt. But, yeah, yeah you know let's what? I, reserve I, that I, team now. Let's reserve it. I, I Send me a check. Um, I've I got to. Uh, I, I got to say, you know, seeing, seeing you guys, what do you think about that, Kurt? Send me a check. Seeing that, seeing that money hit your hit your bank account, it's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of uh, counterbalanced by the fact that my wife took off down to the Newport shopping mall. So uh, and there may be nothing left, but we'll see what happens. Well, we do. Uh, pride I think it'll work out uh, just fine, Kurt. I, uh, real, I really do, Kurt. I think it'll work out just fine. That's <laughs> just right. keep on that's playing right. fantasy football, right, brother? Yes, sir. Checks in the mail, Scott. That's why she goes to Vegas. Okay, Double K, uh, give us the Altadena Assassins here. Give us your four winners for this weekend. A little, little side contest going on here at Red vs. Blue. We're all going to jot them down, and we're going to see who, who gets them right here. Wonderful. Well, um, I'm taking Seattle, Green Bay, New England, Denver. You know, you, you just did the exact same as Frank. Who's your surprise player this weekend? Well, my surprise player is the New England defense. Okay. They're gonna have good two they're gonna have two yeah, scores. They're gonna have two scores. Okay. I wouldn't doubt that, Mike. Against Baltimore. No, 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 no. I I gotta jump in here. Uh when's the last time Baltimore uh makes mistakes in January? When's the last hmm. time? Uh I know the next time is gonna be when they play New England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I really think New England's going to blow them out, but I don't see it being from the defensive side of it. No, well, you know what they're going to have. Baltimore's going to have to play catch up, and uh, you know what happens? Cherry picking time. Revis is going to have a, a pick six. They're going to have two. I really think they're going to have two defensive scores, and if they don't. I will mail that check off for the invitation <laughs> on Monday morning. This is a cold weather game, mid to low twenties. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what the weather is. This, this, with this is Tom Brady. Uh, over under in this game, Mike, and the spread, please. Yeah, the over and under is. Uh, let's see, New England, Baltimore. The over and under is forty-seven and a half. Uh, New England is a seven-point favorite, and okay, I will so take New England all day long. Okay, it's trending down because I had it at I had it at forty eight. You know, it's interesting. Uh, this year, the four home teams they are combined thirty and two at home. So it's going to be very hard to knock these guys off these home teams. That's why these spreads are so big. I gotta I gotta wonder, uh, Kurt. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes, There's sir. three things that that could be a factor this weekend that I've kind of boiled it down to: weather, injuries, and officials. Which which is going to be the bigger issue ah. in the Baltimore New England game? Um, it's going to be the biggest factor. Um, I think it's going to be uh, the weather. I do. Okay. You know, in the weather, when it gets cold, uh, people drop balls. Uh, you lose feeling in those fingers, and uh, yeah, I know for from personal experience because it got to uh, as low as sixty degrees here in California today, and I was numb. So. Uh, I really think that cold weather is going to going to impact that game. All right, I I, I got to jump in here. Uh, the weather is not going to be a factor okay. at all. Uh, the the warmest game in this entire uh, the, the the two games tomorrow, for instance, the warmest game is going to be uh, well the two the four games Seattle, Seattle, Denver, Denver, Denver. Denver. Well, it, that's it, it's around forty. That's going to be the warmest Denver. freaking it's, game. Yeah, that's hard to believe. That's going to be the warmest game. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And uh, the 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 other crazy thing is Dallas is playing at Green Bay, and Dallas is a five and a half point dog, and 
They like to run now, the ball. We're going to bring up your Cowboys later. Don't jump ahead, Mike. I know you want to talk right, about the Cowboys. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting antsy. Hey, Kurt, I'm sorry. I'm getting antsy. It's going to be tough to run no, the ball okay, when I'm... you're 14 points down at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. well, no, well, you know, that's going to be a very interesting game because 8-0 on the road, 8-0 at home. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game. There's a, couple, there's a couple of things that I want to know in this game as a fantasy player, okay? I, I, I just kind of want to know this. First of all, Darrell Rivas, who does he cover? Steve Smith, Torrey Smith, or does he cover a combination of the two? What do you, what do you say, Kurt? Well, if you would ask me that uh, halfway through the season, I would have said uh, Steve Smith because Torrey Smith disappeared. But Torrey Smith has made a resurgence. So I think uh, Rivas will be on uh, whoever Rivas is on. A little bit of Smith, a little bit of Smith. Okay. He's, yeah, a little bit of Smith for sure. Smith's the answer. He's going to be on Steve Smith. He, it's, already been, it's already been printed. He's on Steve Smith. Okay. Well, if that's the case, if that's the case, uh, then I like the game for Torrey Smith because there, Steve Smith does not have enough yeah. in the tank to make any kind of moves or any or beat uh, Darrell Revis. I, I just don't see it. So a couple of stats I want to throw out here, Kurt. Uh, and, and, well, Kurt, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt made his picks. He's got his stuff. Here we go. Show me the money! Hey, okay, he he picked the exact same picks as Bright Side of Life. Kurt, you just won five Scout Fantasy Bucks. Better luck next time, bud. Next time, try to switch it up a little bit, okay? I mean, maybe we, we have a little bit more in the copper for you. But uh, okay. we, our heart's in the right place, right? You know. So, the, the, Kurt, thank you for calling up, buddy. We appreciate you. And Thanks, go, Kurt. go spend some of that. Go spend some of that money, you. man. If there's any left after tonight, I will. Thank you, guys. See you, hey, bud. thanks, Kurt. One of the best players in the world right there, uh, Kirk Kikis. Yes, sir. The Altadena Assassins, one half of Coyote Assassin. A couple of stats I want to bring up, Mike, versus the Patriots. In the last eight games, the Patriots have allowed four 300-yard passers. It's fairly interesting. That's fairly, yeah, it is. Fairly, uh, that's fairly interesting. The last eight games, they've allowed four 300-yard passers. So, you know, would it surprise you to see Flacco throw for 300 again? No, probably not. Probably not. I mean, he's uh, let's see. he's eight. Four running backs hit 100 yards this year. Only four. And when you think about the New England Patriots, you think about the secondary, all the improvements they made. Only four wide receivers have hit 100 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas. Devontae Adams, which, if you remember that game, what a great game that was. They shut down Jordy Nelson mm-hmm. and Randall Cobb and had to throw to Adams, so don't tell me it can't be done. Uh, and Mike Wallace, the only four wide receivers over 100 yards. 11 wide receiver touchdowns, 12 running back touchdowns, only six tight end touchdowns. Fleener and Chandler, the only two tight ends over 100 yards against the New England Patriots this year. Very stout. Mike, look, the fact that they've allowed four 300-yard passes in the last eight games can't be ignored. The team is a little old in the tooth back there. And so letting seeing that half of the games result in a 300-yard passer, it wouldn't surprise me to see Flacco throw for a big number to, uh, you know, this weekend. It's no, a Saturday game. no, no. Four they're, they're, they're going to get to him. Uh, they're going to get to him uh, from a defensive standpoint. This New England defense is smash mouth. People forget uh, throughout weeks, uh, I want to say, I want to go back to week eight through uh, 13, how New England played defense. That's They're going to channel that, and I believe that New England will play that kind of defense. Uh you know, as much okay. I, I want, I want every underdog to win this week. But I'm just being yeah. realistic, and I yeah. see New England 38-17. Well, look, I'm just, I'm just saying, I, there are very good defenses in this playoffs. It's very interesting. The deeper we go here, the more I look at these defenses, I'm very, very surprised to see some of the statistics that just continue to jump out here at us. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Let's go to that side of the ball. What can we expect from the New England offense? There have been seven 300-yard quarterbacks. Go ahead and lock Tom Brady in for 300 yards. Go ahead and put him in your DraftKings lineup, visionary style, even though Doc's not here. Lock in Tom Brady in your DraftKings lineup. You will not be disappointed at 7800 bucks. 
I mean, your alternatives for a maybe 300-yard performance are Aaron Rodgers at 8,900, Andrew Luck at 8,700. There's no surprises, no questions about Tom Brady. He's going to get you 300 yards. Uh, What's the other statistic? No running back by the Baltimore Ravens, against the Baltimore Ravens, has ran for 100 yards all season long. Forget it, LeGarrette Blunt. Forget it, Shane Vereen. You can hang it up, Jonas Gray. None of those running backs, if Baltimore hasn't allowed one all season long, Mike, they're not going to allow it in New England in the playoffs. Yeah. Seven running back touchdowns, six wide receivers over 100 yards, 16 wide receiver touchdowns, throw in Brandon LaFell or throw in Julian Edelman, one of those two, pick your poison. Which one you like there? I don't know what to tell you. Maybe some of your lineups with LaFell, some of your lineups with Edelman. I love and Edelman. Also, yeah, I, I love Edelman. You can't forget this, Mikey. Do you remember who the hot free agent was this offseason? There were two of them, actually. Julian Edelman and Steve Smith both. And Baltimore was rumored. They were the guys that had basically committed to Julian Edelman and backed out. So – It'll be interesting if there's a little revenge factor there for Julian Edelman. I'm going to get me some Julian Edelman in this game. Well, do you remember uh, back years ago when uh, we wrote down Julian Julian Edelman down on a piece of paper and mm-hmm. had to give it to the draft guy? Oh, yeah, I remember that in the last round, I think. Yeah, nobody knows in who Chicago. he was. Yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. that. great. That's a good pick. Yeah, I like Julian Edelman there. Uh, 16 wide receiver touchdowns. You've got to remember that uh, when you're playing yeah. against Baltimore. And then the, another statistic that I found interesting when I was looking at Baltimore's defense, no tight end over 100 yards all season long. Don't go in here thinking that Gronk – I mean, look, Gronk can do it any game, but Baltimore is formidable. They faced Jimmy Graham. They faced Antonio Gates. They faced Greg Olson. Fantastic tight ends. None of those guys sniffed 100 yards. So I love Gronk, but I think the way you attack the the Baltimore defense suggests that Tom Brady throws to Brandon LaFell, to Julian Edelman, to Danny Amendola, any wide receiver that's out there, and that's how you're going to beat the Baltimore Ravens. It's here. That's how you beat them. Yeah, I agree. And I just I feel like New England's going to pounce them, uh, pounce them hard. As much as I love uh, Flacco and the fact that uh, Harbaugh, let's not lose fact of the fact that uh, Jim Harbaugh lose fact of the fact. Uh, let's not lose uh, faith in Jim Harbaugh, man. Uh, that that guy is a great, great coach. But the bottom line is uh, New England has too much for uh, uh, Baltimore. It's This is a special call-in prize giveaway show. You can call us up at 347-324-5404. Give us your four winners. Win or lose, you win some Scout Fantasy Bucks that you can use in DraftKings this weekend if you want. Uh, So call us up and give us your winners. We've already given two winners away. Uh, We've got more winners to go. Let's move on to the third game this weekend. So, so who you you took New England? Uh, I took New England. We both have New England. We both have Seattle. That's two home teams so far, Mike. Moving on to the third well, game. I wrote, well, I wrote down the scores too. Yeah, you you did twenty-one to nine, Seattle, Carolina. What was your score for New England, Baltimore? Thirty-eight to seventeen. Woo! That's a lot of a lot of points for a de- for a Baltimore defense uh, that. Uh, I don't think they get there. I don't think they. I don't think that New England gets that okay. much. Not, not, not. That's a little. That's a little too much for my taste. Uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of twenty-seven to twenty. Twenty-seven to twenty sounds about right. Maybe twenty-seven okay. seventeen, something like twenty-seven seventeen sounds about right. Okay. Uh, third game of the weekend. Those, that's two great games on Saturday, by the way. Those, that's two great. Games. The Saturday night game. Eh, look, I mean, it's a Seattle home game. The twelfth man will be going crazy. I don't see that as much of a game in the second half. I'll probably well, won't watch it. I probably will tune out. You know, as much no, as you, I, no, as no, much as, no, Scott, Scott, you're going to be watching because the only reason I said twenty-one nine Seattle is because I. I believe Carolina has a chance to win this game. Oh, okay. So well, their defense you will has be been watching. massively improved. Massively improved. Yep. Very, very quietly, that defense has massively improved. If you missed the first half of the show, 
uh, we, we told you about their uh, their defense has quietly quietly improved uh, yep. since week ten. Only one rushing touchdown. That was a one yarder by Marion Grice. I mean, come on now, come on guys. Since week ten, only one rushing touchdown. That's pretty darn good. And wide receiver wise, they've stiffened up. Since week 14, only I one mean, receiver touchdown to Mike Evans. Two catches, 13 yards, and a touch. I mean, that's that's it. So at one they, at, they, at one point up. in time, Scott, they were three eight and one. Now where are they? Yeah, they're in the they playoffs. They were three eight and one at one point in time. So you know when you find your mojo, it's just like uh, the NCAA basketball tournament or anything else. When you're getting hot, yeah. hey, why not? I just can't see those guys in the championship game for the NFC. I think that's going to be more exciting than that. Moving on, the Sunday games, Mikey, the two big ones. I love these games for Let's Sunday. You've got to put those games on Saturday because these two games are what's going to be so much fun to watch. Dallas versus Green Bay. The officials versus the Green Bay Packers. Romo is 0-2 in the cold when it's less than 22 degrees in the playoffs. He's 0-2 with a miserable quarterback rating. Uh, it's going to be mid-teens in the temperature. I'm, I'm undecided if weather, injuries, or officials will be more of an issue in this game because it could be one. It could be all three. Weather, injuries, officials. This is a game that has drama written all over it. Mike, before I get your thoughts, I'm going to bring on a call from the 205 area code. That's not – let's see, 206 is Seattle. Where's 205? Hey, guys. Hey, what's 205, up? you're on. We can hear you. Yeah, this is, this is Michael from uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, like your show, this is actually first time I've heard you guys. Um, I wanted to chime in with my picks, and I got a little bit of a bold prediction. In addition to the Seahawks beating the uh, Panthers, I think it'll be a, a comfortable win for Seattle. Um, I think Green Bay wins in a shootout over Dallas. Denver beats Indy, and I think it's going to be similar to what we saw in week one. And then my surprise pick would be the Ravens knocking off the Patriots in New England. All right. We get a surprise upset, Mike. We haven't had one. We've had uh, out of 12 picks so far, well, including ours, uh, it's 14 picks. They've all been uh, they've all been favorites except for finally we have uh, – Is it, you said Mike from Tuscaloosa? Yes. All right. Mike from Tuscaloosa takes Baltimore. What's your, what's your surprising uh, fantasy performance? Yeah, I think both of the Colts' tight ends, Kirby Fleener and Dwayne Allen, go off, um, at least from a fantasy perspective. I think both of them find the end zone, and particularly this week, when you're looking at the tight ends, you want a guy who you know is going to get in the end zone uh, because a lot of these guys are touchdown dependent, and I, I think both Colts guys get it done. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, Edelman, um, you know, knocks off or – produces more than Rob Gronkowski. I don't think he's going to yeah. blow it up as much as people think he will. I like that. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, you know, very good uh, very good insight. Uh, that <laughs> I'm looking at Edelman, too. I mean, I really love Edelman to uh, yeah. have a uh, field day, uh, but I think Gronkowski will, too. So uh, that's why I've got New England at uh, 38 points. Yeah, and I think Mike to add to that, you can chalk Brandon LaFell down for five for seventy five and, and likely a touchdown against that Baltimore Ravens defense. So uh, I, although you do have the Ravens winning, I, I would imagine that means that you think Justin Forsett's gonna have uh some action there to to win that game, probably some a defensive score, getting to Brady, that kind of thing. How do they win that game? Yeah, I mean they gotta follow the bru- the blueprint of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um which obviously demolished the Patriots early in the year. Now, I don't anticipate anything like that, um, a blowout on our hands. But I think the way that you knock off New England, as we saw also from Miami, is you got to get to the quarterback. you got to um, overpower the Patriots' offensive line, get in Brady's face, and I think the Ravens have a chance. I think they're going to give up quite a few yards uh, through the air. But um, I-, I wouldn't invest that much in the running backs in this game. Um, I, I would look for Green Bay and Dallas with Lacey and Murray and Haran um, mm-hmm. with the Colts mm-hmm. and Anderson. I'm really high on Anderson this week. I think he's going to get it done. Uh, great. Wow. What? 
Well, wow, Mike, man, we're going to break that. We're going to break down that game next. We're going we're gonna to break down that game next. Mike from Tuscaloosa, let's see what's in the coffer here for calling up for red versus blue on the prize giveaway. Show me the money! Getting something good. <laughs> Mike from Tuscaloosa, you just won $20 for your DraftKings account. Do you play DraftKings? You deserve Draft Kings? it. Can you say that again? Do, do, you play at, do you play at DraftKings yet? Yeah, I'm at DraftKings oh. and Vandal, so. Okay, good deal. Shoot an email to redblueradio at gmail.com. Redblueradio at gmail.com. We'll get your $20 added to your DraftKings account, my man. Thank you for calling up. And uh, we've got you entered into the Red vs. Blue Divisional Round Contest, buddy. Good luck. Yeah, I got a uh, quick little shameless plug. Um, I'm actually a writer also. And so you can check out my stuff at gridirongrit.com. GridIronGrit.com. We'll check it out. You can check out Mike from Tuscaloosa's right. Fantasy Advice at GridIronGrit.com. All right, Mikey. Uh, we've got two more. We've got this game here. Uh, I need your prediction for the Dallas Green Bay okay. game. We've got statistics. We've got statistics to break out here. I want. I want to read these by you. Not that they're going to change your mind because you're a big Dallas homer, and I know you're going to pick the Cowboys, the Zebras. Uh-huh. Uh, here we you're go. Right. Versus Dallas. <laughs> I want, uh, only. Only. Only Foster and McCoy, the only two running backs this year to rush for 100 yards. Only four wide receivers have received for 100 yards. Deshaun Jackson, Cecil Shorts, Odell Beckham, ODB, and Jeremy Macklin. And they played some very good wide receivers. It's a very tough defense this year for Dallas. Unlike Dallas in years past, they faced Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marshall. They, they faced a lot of good ones. They've still Stills and Colston. I mean, they, they Hopkins and Andre Johnson, they faced a lot of good wide receivers, and only four wide receivers over 100, only two running backs over 100. It's going to be tough sledding for these Green Bay wide receivers. Real quick, the touchdown counts, 16 running back touchdowns, 11 wide receiver touchdowns, 10 tight end touchdowns. Two big things there. Running back touchdowns, 16, that's huge. That's the way you beat this Dallas team. So expect some of Eddie Lacy. 10 tight end touchdowns, Mike. Maybe Aaron Rodgers to Richard Rodgers makes a little sense. I think I think that could get some legs going. Uh, Dallas defense, talk about it. Yeah, this game is going to be uh, in control in the first half. I really believe that. It's going to be in control. When I say that, uh, both it, it's going to be kind of like a slugfest, like Ollie Frazier. Yep. You know, they're just going to be punching each other. And, okay. you know, there's going to be points scored here or there. It's no okay. lie. Second half, you better watch it. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Eddie Lacy having a big game. Jordy mm-hmm. Nelson having a big game. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. On the Dallas okay. side, I'm looking at DeMarco Murray with a huge game, mm-hmm. along with uh, Tony Romo and uh, Des Bryant. Final score, 34 31 Dallas in overtime. Overtime. Mm, Dallas pulls the upset in the cold weather. Mid-teens. Tony Romo doesn't like that yes. cold weather. Uh, I want to look at the Green Bay side of the defense here for a second. Green Bay, only three quarterbacks over 300 yards all year. Don't use Tony Romo. You'll be disappointed. Ten running back touchdowns. Now, look, Green Bay started off very poorly against the running back. That's the the – you know, I think it's a misnomer. I think we, we believe that they're very poor against running backs. And Mark Ingram lit them up, absolutely lit them up in week eight for 172 yards. But since that time, only one running back over 71 yards, and that was LaShawn McCoy with 88. They've been very stout since week eight. Three wide receivers over 100 yards. That's it for the year. Three wide receivers over 100 yards. Brandon Marshall, Jordan Matthews. And that monstrous, monstrous game of Julio Jones for 259, it lets you know just how good and impressive that was. But 22 wide receiver touchdowns, are you kidding me? How do you only have three receivers over 100 yards and 22 <laughs> wide receiver touchdowns? That's incredible. You've got you to have Des Bryant in your lineups. He is going to score this week. Only two tight end touchdowns all year. Do not use Jason Witten. Do not use Jason Witten. Those no. two tight end touchdowns, Mike, came in week eight in the same game against New Orleans. Every, all, all the rest of the year, Green Bay didn't allow a tight end touchdown. So forget Jason Witten. Just cross him off your list. Do not use him in your daily lineups. 
We've got other tight ends, Greg Olson, remember, Richard Rodgers perhaps, maybe an Ed Dixon, maybe a Luke Wilson, something like that. That's your tight ends for your DraftKings lineup this week. My prediction, Mike, Green Bay loses to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas pulls the wow. upset. I'm with you. We're three for, wow. we're three, for three right now. We're, we're, we're exactly <laughs> the same. This team, uh, sometimes years, the ball just goes your way. The calls just go your way. Everything goes your way. That's the Dallas Cowboys this year. I think that they're going to get it done. Uh, so take the money line on the Cowboys, and I think you're going to have a, a, a good day. Finally, Mike, we only have five minutes left. We have to get the best game of the weekend, the Colts yes. versus Denver, Andrew Luck versus Peyton Manning. I'm calling this the hashtag pass the torch game. Hashtag pass the torch. I think you can tell where I'm going to go with this. Around 40-degree weather. Arm strength is an issue for Peyton Manning since week 12, only one 300-yard game, and twice he's failed to throw for 200 yards. It's not the same Peyton Manning. Matter of fact, this is C.J. No. Anderson's team. This is C.J. Anderson's team. Uh, what do we see on the Denver side of the ball? Luck. Andrew Luck. One of only three quarterbacks to throw for 300 yards versus Denver this year. Brady and Orton were the other two. Against Denver, only two running backs have hit 100 yards. Rushing, only two. And only two wide receivers all year hit 100 yards plus for Denver. This is this defense has been phenomenal. Nine tight end touchdowns, 14 wide receiver touchdowns, 12 running back touchdowns. How do you beat this team, Mike? One minute. One minute. The final score is going to be Denver 41, Indy 17. Real quick and simple, C.J. Anderson, Demarius Thomas, you better start them. You better start these two guys, and if you have enough cap value, go ahead and take Peyton. Peyton seems hurt, but I really believe that uh, he's going to win with ease. Indy beat a Cincinnati team that was so pitiful without A.J. Green, Jermaine Gresham. They were so bad. That's how Andy got there. Denver wins 41-17, to a blowout. Okay. Okay. Well, well, no way does Indy fold up camp like that. I want to tell you something. In the Colts game, since the Jonas Gray debacle, every team has one of those games. I was at that game. I walked into the stadium saying, I'm, I'm coming to see Jonas Gray. And he had 199 yards in that game, and we, uh, no running back has hit 100 yards since that game. Only one running back combined, rushing and receiving, hit 100 yards. That's Arian Foster. The Colts' defense can stop running backs, and since the Jonas Gray debacle, they've done it. Only two wide receivers to hit 100 yards, Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. That's it, Mike. That's it. Uh, yep. That's including the Denver game uh, from week one. 16 running back touchdowns, 10 tight end touchdowns, 16 wide receiver touchdowns. You can stop. You can, you can, get, you can score on the Colts, that's for sure. And I'm sure Peyton and C.J. Anderson will all get theirs. They won't be huge monstrous games, though, like you think. I think the Colts win this game, Mike. This is the pass-the-torch game. Wow. Uh, the over-under is 54. I'm going 27 yep. to 24. Indianapolis, 27-24, Indianapolis, wow, and a great, great game in Denver. Denver's had their run, and I think it's time to pass the torch. Mikey, that's all the time we got. Sunday night, I want to make awesome. sure that everybody watches 60 minutes. So after the game, after the great game that we watch, uh, Indianapolis take on Denver, you get a little bit of a meal. Make sure you're watching the 60 Minutes special hey, for Scout.com, the Heroes Network Um it's, it's something very special that you, uh, the, the Heroes Project, hey, you'll have to watch. Uh, they're there for the wounded vets, Mike. We all got to be there and remember that, our vets, and what a great time to do it after some great football. That's awesome. Uh, as a reminder, just uh, tweet that out and Facebook that out so uh, we can all uh, kind of a reminder. Uh, that I definitely will. Uh, also, go to scout.com. Make sure you use the promo code REDBLUE3. You'll get three months for the price of one. You get basically a two months free. You'll get Tommy G's, all of his work. If you play daily, you definitely want Tommy G. He's one of the best players in the world. He cashes yep. six figures every other week or so. Like Last week he had a down week of 50K <laughs> playing NBA right now. Every other week. But he's, the, he's one of the best daily players on the planet, and we've got him on the scout team. You get access to all of Dr. Roto's videos, all of Liz Lowe's videos. I don't think anybody puts out more videos than we do for fantasy. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, fantasy's yep. come a long way. And we'll be out in yep. Vegas at the Fantasy Sports Trade Association this weekend or this week at the Bellagio. 
So come and see us. We'll all be there, the scout team, Doc, Tommy, Liz, all of us, Ian, myself, we'll all be there representing the scout. We want to come. We want to see you guys, and uh, if, you're, if you're coming out there, definitely uh, look us up. Uh, thank you, Mike. Good to have you back, my man. Glad hey, to man, have you back. Hey, Hey, it's glad to be back, Scott, and thanks for uh, thank thanks to you uh, for everything and uh, and all the friends and uh, family at uh, Fantasy Football. Man, it's a great community, and uh, let's not uh, ever lose sight of that. And if you want a prize tonight, make sure you email redblueradio at gmail dot com. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.